Welcome to Prairie Craft Almanac, a podcast exploring craft, nature, sustainability, and simple creative living. I'm your host, Leanne, and in this week's episode, I'll be talking about a little bit of everything as I do my darndest to at least sort of maintain my schedule, so stay tuned. As I think I mentioned In the last episode, a lot of people have been asking me about gardening, especially getting started with container gardening and raised beds. So I wanted to address this, but not necessarily in a podcast right now. Right now, I feel like the most efficient way I can offer the most help is to actually create a blog post because there are a lot of resources I'd like to link to. Um, I have every intention of having this post ready and published before releasing this podcast episode so that you will be able to go directly to it once you listen. Uh, But if I don't get that done right away, I will be sure to have it finished within a date or two. One thing I want to stress right now is that gardening is not something that requires any special skills or special materials. Like anything else, you could certainly become an expert and there's a lot that can be learned. But in its most simple form, generally speaking, there are only a couple things you really need to keep in mind to start gardening. Again, there are exceptions. There are things you might want to consider for certain plants, but really you only need to consider a few basic things when you're thinking about starting a garden. First, you need to choose an appropriate spot in your yard or patio. For most plants, you'll want it to be an area that has a lot of exposure to sunlight and isn't too shaded. You'll also want to make sure there's decent drainage in that area. That is, make sure it's not a place where water tends to collect if it rains. Second, you want to be sure to sow your seeds or plant your live plants at the appropriate time. Most seed packets will tell you when you can plant based on your location and when they will be ready for harvest. For example, you can plant things like spinach and lettuce and radishes before the last freeze of the year. However, things like peppers and tomatoes and cucumbers are usually planted after your last freeze and when the ground warms up a bit. Then be sure when planting you have enough room for what you want to grow. Your seeds, of course, will become much larger plants eventually. And again, Your seed packet will likely tell you how far apart seeds should be planted as well as how deep they need to be planted. Always be sure to keep your plants watered sufficiently but not overwatered and keep the area weeded so that they do not overpower your plants and you should pretty much be good to go. You can test your soil by submitting it to your local extension office to see if it's an ideal pH level for the things you want to plant, but this isn't always necessary. Again, there is so much you can learn about gardening, but you do not need to be an expert by any means to get started. Again, I'm going to write more extensively about this in a blog post about gardening, and I will try to include my favorite ways to start specific plants like seeds versus live plants, as well as a number of online resources that I have found to be really helpful. One of those, which again, I will link to, is from the Mother Earth News website. They offer a service that you can sign up for, and they will send you personalized planting reminders. 
Um, this is like a free email newsletter. To sign up, you will need your email address, of course, and your zip code, and they will send you an email at the appropriate time, reminding you which crops need to be planted. And this includes planting outdoors and indoors, or those which might be sown undercover at that time. Also, there are a number of free resources, including online classes from the Permaculture Women's Guild, and some of those look really interesting, so I will link to that as well. If you feel right now that your mental well-being is somewhat threatened, um, I have a couple YouTube recommendations. You can find a lot of um, mental health related things on YouTube and some of them are sketchy at best. However, there are two channels I would like to recommend. First is from Mark Freeman. He is a mental health fitness coach and has written a few books on the subject. He facilitates mental health workshops. He's given a number of talks and so on. Most of his videos focus on anxiety-related mental health issues. He's pretty entertaining to watch and very engaging and definitely worth taking a look at. The second channel is called Therapy in a Nutshell, and this is hosted by Emma McAdam, who is a licensed therapist. And from her channel, it says that her mission is to make mental health resources more easy to access. She takes therapy skills and psychological research and condenses them into bite-sized nuggets of help and says that she has noticed that most people have no idea what they can do to improve depression or other mental illness. And so her mission is to spread the message that while mental illness is real, it's common, debilitating, but also treatable. So this channel is educational and not meant to be medical advice. Again, Emma suggests to work with your doctor before making any changes, but again, her channel is very interesting. If you are interested in learning new things, there are a number of sites and organizations making online classes available for free. These include classes on pretty much anything you can think of. Some of these are Ivy League courses, and again, they are free. There is a site called FeatureLearn that I had actually heard about some time ago, and they offer classes in health and history and computer science and business and all sorts of things. Also, I just learned that Nikon is offering a number of free classes as well. Normally, these are classes that you would have to pay for, but now throughout the whole month of April, you can stream them for free. I just wanted to share a little thought with you today. Um, and if you happen to be listening to this episode in the distant future, we are currently in April of 2020. So I probably don't have to tell you what's going on right now in the world. Everyone is having to make changes to their daily lives, perhaps some more than others. As someone who already works at home quite a bit and doesn't mind spending time at home and who doesn't mind not socializing too much and has lots of hobbies and interests, I was at first thinking it was silly that people were complaining of being bored. I thought, there are a ton of things you can do if you really want to. That's what I did think. But I've been realizing that those complaints probably aren't so out of line. And maybe people aren't necessarily bored because there isn't anything to do. Maybe it's just more like, we're not sure what to do because truly, even if your health 
or your loved one's health isn't being directly affected by this pandemic right now, mentally it is exhausting and mental exhaustion can sometimes be more debilitating than physical exhaustion. I've been really busy myself, but not with the things I feel like I should be doing. I had been feeling like my lack of concentration was a waste of a big opportunity, and I'm coming to realize that it's not. It's okay if I'm not reaching my maximum productive output right now. You may very likely find some opportunity to learn something or pick up a new hobby in this strange time, and if you do, that is wonderful. But if you don't, if you feel like all you can do is binge watch TV or sleep or whatever, that is completely fine. Please don't feel guilty or put pressure on yourself because you feel like you're somehow not doing enough. Do what you need to do to stay healthy and make it through this. Enjoy whatever you can. Keep in touch with your friends and family online, of course, through phone calls, not directly if you are not living with that person. And of course, stay away from other people as much as you possibly can. This really isn't a time to put a lot of pressure and judgment on ourselves. Let's just try to focus on making this through as best we can right now. I know I said this before, but I really hope to be talking more about craft and sewing, etc. soon. I feel like I've been talking a lot about garden stuff, which is fine. But you know, I like to do a little bit of craft too. But then again, don't be shocked if this is just another empty promise for the time being. Again, I am having trouble staying focused and I kind of have just been doing what I feel like and working on some silly little personal projects. Another thing I'd kind of like to do uh, in the future, again, no promises, is to do some interviews with different artists. Um, I think I could do this via Zoom, but I honestly haven't investigated it that much. This will probably be something if I do it in the distant future, but we'll have to wait and see. As always, please do not hesitate to reach out if you have any comments, questions, or topics you'd like me to address in a future episode, or if you just want to say hi. And of course, all the things I talked about in this episode will be linked in the show notes or description. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Prairie Craft Almanac. If you're new here and enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out some other episodes. And if you really like it, consider leaving a review on iTunes. You can get in touch with me on Twitter or Instagram. And my handle at both of those places is at moth underscore and underscore rust. Or find me on Facebook where I'm Moth and Rust Handmade. Visit my blog at Moth and Rust DIY to find free tutorials, patterns, and other DIY resources. You can also find me on YouTube by searching for Moth and Rust DIY. Or again, check the link in the show notes. Thank you so very much to Jay Someday for letting me use their music in this podcast. Be sure to check them out at soundcloud.com slash jaysomday. That's J-A-Y-S-O-M-E-D-A-Y.